Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast from Shemaine's Model Health, for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals. I am Shemaine Linney. I'm a biohacker and fitness and nutrition expert. I want to thank you for joining me again this week for episode number 89, almost 90, Um, and we're well into August now, well, We're at the start of August now, and I don't know about you, but I am super happy to see August, July not being my favorite month. So this week's podcast, I'm hoping to clarify some of the confusion on alkaline um, or alkalinity and acidity in the body. So understanding pH in your body, because there is a lot of confusion, as there is about nearly everything in the health world. But um, from alkaline smoothies, alkaline food to alkaline water and why you should have it, people don't actually understand why or why not they should be focused on becoming alkaline. So hopefully this podcast just clears it up and actually explains how the body works in regards to pH. Okay, so pH is a scale from 0 to 14 used to measure acidity or alkalinity. So the low numbers are acidic and the high numbers are alkaline. Um, And around seven in the middle is neutral. Um, So pure water would be with a pH of seven. The pH in the human digestive tract, though, varies as it moves through the various compartments um, so that it is capable of breaking down foods and drinks and so on and giving us the stuff that we need out of everything we consume. So, when you eat, the pH of your mouth is neutral. So that's about 6.5 to 7.5. And food can stay into your, in your mouth from anywhere from a couple of seconds up to one minute. Um, most of our orifices are acidic to protect us against bugs, um, but not our mouth because our, that would destroy our teeth and we don't want that. So our mouth is fairly neutral. Then the food moves to your upper stomach and can stay there for 30 to 60 minutes. And this is where things start to get acidic with a pH of 4 to 6. Um, If you happen to be one of these people that eats and immediately feels full, you might be looking at an issue with the other stomach. But that's just a side note. So from the upper stomach then, the food moves to the lower stomach and it can be there for one to three hours. Now the pH in the lower stomach is very acidic at 1.5 and we want this. This is what we want. When we don't have good acidity in our stomach, we start to see issues. This is where we break down and sterilize foods. So the acid here is hydrochloric acid, um, or kind of like the acid that you use to clean pools. This acid breaks down all the food and turns it into chyme, a sort of gooey mush where everything's just all combined, um, before it gets passed onto the duodenum. 
The duodenum is now alkaline. In fact, it's the most alkaline part of your digestive tract and it needs to be for the digestive enzymes to work. Um, digestive enzymes will only work in an alkaline environment. So the duodenum, this is where bile comes in too. And bile um, is also acidic and very important for breaking down dietary fats um, and cholesterol and preventing the buildup of gallstones. But these, this bile gets slushed around and mixed in with everything, all that chime, all that broken down food, then you got your bile. So all of this comes together in the duodenum and then um, it moves on from the duodenum into the small intestine. One thing to note is the more acid that gets released out of your stomach, and we can signal that, we can stimulate that through different ways, the more enzymes get released from the pancreas. And this then stimulates the duodenum to prepare a more alkaline environment for those enzymes to do their work and the better your digestion will work. Um, so then next everything moves to the small intestine where we do most of our digesting and absorbing of nutrients here um, and I like to give a lot of attention to the small intestines because this is where we get the magic of the polyphenols and our sirtuin foods so I really um, do like to like I said give attention to the small intestine and make sure it's working properly and doing what we want it to do. So the small intestine is acidic with a pH of 4 to 6. This acid comes from the bugs in our small intestine. So these bugs are bacteria. They break down the fibers um, and polyphenols and carbs and they produce short chain fatty acids. So this acid is anti-inflammatory. It controls cancer has been shown to help prevent cancer and moves nutrients to the rest of the body. So acid is extremely good and important for your gut. Then we move to the large intestine or the colon and that's where food will be for even up to 10 hours. And most people who are regular will have a bowel movement about every 10 hours um, and we're still seeing an acid pH of 4 to 6 here. Again, this acid is a byproduct of those gut bugs, um, the beneficial gut bugs, um, and we like to support them in their environment and make sure that we have this correct acidity going on. Also, and I say this to many of my clients, in women, it's important to have a healthy pH in the vagina of about 3.8 to 4.5. This acidic environment protects us against bacterial infections and supports the good bacteria in this area. We know how important it is to stay clean and healthy down in our reproductive parts. So something to bear in mind. So when we look at these alkaline diets, and alkaline water and such, we are told that cancers cannot live in an alkaline environment. But when we take this into consideration, if this was true, this would mean everyone 
has bowel cancer because everyone has an acidic bowel. Um, when you, we have to have the acidic bowel. It's how our body functions. It's how our bacteria function. It's a natural process. Um, and it's one of these things I hear all the time where I get my opinion on it. Um, but the truth is we need to have both acidity and alkalinity throughout the body. If you want to have an alkaline body, then take an antacid. But hold on, we know that antacids cause cancer. Or you could stop exercising because exercise causes us to make acids. But we know what happens when we don't exercise. Also, you should stop eating fruit because when pectin and fruit breaks down, it gets turned into short-chain fatty acids, which again make your gut acidic. Then, of course, your blood is alkaline. It's always alkaline unless you're on your deathbed. Yet people still get cancer in their blood in the form of leukemia. And lastly, your skin is also acidic to protect you. Um, if it was alkaline, it would cause corrosion and chafing and be very painful. Um, so you can see where some of the advice out there is very contradictory to how the body actually does work. You want to have a nice pH balance throughout the body. So both acidity and alkalinity in the parts that they are supposed to be. Because um, it's super important. These different pHs have a function in the different parts of the body and it's clearly more complex than just having an alkaline body for health. So I hope that clarifies what should happen, the pH that should be in your body and in what parts of your body and how, in my opinion, obsessing about being alkaline is not going to be beneficial not going to play in your favor and you may be exposing yourself to more bacteria infections than you would like. So um, if you have any questions of course you can reach out to me through my website or email me or even Facebook at Shemaine's Model Health. Um, I'd love to hear all feedback, um, positive and negative, it's all open and if you know anyone that may benefit from this information, please do share with them because sharing is caring and we're trying to enlighten and inform the world on how the body does work and how you should be looking at health. So enjoy the rest of your week, everyone, and I will chat to you soon. Bye-bye.